Hi, y'all. Dougie here from I Didn't See It, But I Believe You, the show you're about to listen to. Wanted to take a moment to invite you to check out my new podcast, A Spirits Guide with Doug Blank. That's me. I'll share with you one of my greatest passions, booze of all kinds. Rum, whiskey, vodka, tequila, mezcal, shochu, sake, beer, amaro, anything and everything in between. I will give you my humble suggestions along with some recipes and ideas. So please, join me on this auditory journey through the realm of hooch. Let's learn a thing or two about spirits. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Now, on to the show. Okay. All right. Well, this is another negative episode with your boy, Dougie. I believe you. Go. All right. All right, guys. Welcome to another uh, episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. There is no Joel on this one. So this is just simply me, your boy, Dougie. And I guess this is negative episode 11, I believe. Oh, God. I think 11 or 12. Don't worry. I'm I'm pretty sure it's negative episode 11. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm being so frantic about that. So uh, Joel and I just had an episode today. It kind of was a little heavy-handed. We didn't really anticipate it to be, and it's just like drained both of us. Uh, So I decided, and I've been uh, working on some other things, just getting ready for uh, future episodes, things like that. But I was digging through my crypt of of content if you will and i came across so i came across some things so before i started this podcast uh, i didn't see it but i believe you i was going through the growing pains of what am i going to do for a podcast and i uh reached out to joel really and i was like hey dude i got these ideas i was, I was trying to do it with another friend and he <clears throat> just wasn't get he, he didn't want to do it he didn't want to commit to it which is totally understandable and then um Joel kind of wanted to commit. He didn't know. So I was just doing my own thing and I was calling it um, the aftermath. So I came up with the idea of doing the show. I didn't see it, but I believe you. And I wanted to have a, a another host and obviously it's Joel. And then I wanted the idea. The idea was to get uh, just get tanked during the entire thing. And afterwards it would just be me drunk talking about anything and everything any conspiracy uh, cons- from conspiracies to other life to um to freaking sasquatch you know what i mean it's like or like alien ant- or alien ant farms or whatever so um so with that said i went on this couple month bender a couple years back where i just simply had my iphone and i was doing like off the cuff interviews or just like just talking at random with myself when i had a strong buzz going on and just like saving them okay and i put them onto my soundcloud nobody listened to them on soundcloud i which i completely understand and then i got this all going and then i decided to make the negative episodes to be any episode without Joel, like there, I've had episodes with Holton the Barbarian with, the music, with his music reviews, and I've had um, Morgan of Gulf Breeze Winery on a couple of times, you know, just and then most of the time it's just me by myself, like I am right now. So, uh, as with all that said, I dug through the trenches, looking, look, look through my archive, if you will, and I found um, an episode called 
interview with a carnival worker and I was, um, I definitely remember doing it and to give y'all and I, and I found it and I listened back to it and I must say it is definitely cringy at times. I am definitely intoxicated. I am was not not there i didn't insult anybody which is great and uh but i say a few things i definitely do a very full-blown lie about my mother's name and you're all about anyways i guess what is <laughs> before before we dive into it, i'll give you you're about to hear it okay i have it uploaded i'll be in the background i'll probably if you hear me like I'll, if you you'll probably hear in the background cringing the entire time but we're gonna play it for you and uh this is again this is like the uh incarnation of i didn't see it but i believe you and i'm so i am excited for y'all to hear it <laughs> very much so um so some context i don't know what year i did this it's at least three years old maybe four it has to be three years old now so um i was at our town festival and it's called turkey fest and apparently i got hammered at the park but i live walking distance from the festival so i wasn't driving or anything and to get into the festival you uh from where i get into the festival where i grew up you going through um the south side or the north side gate of the park north side or the west side i don't know anyways and you get in and then it's over by the baseball field that's where you get in at and then you go in and you have to go through the actual carnival okay and then so the carnival is going it goes on and you walk into the carnival and then you go to the entrance of the actual like music section or the venue i guess and then you walk in and there you are you're in the show you drink it's sponsored by budweiser so you just drink shitty beer all night um but you're having a great time doing it uh two-stepping three-stepping straight up country dancing like usually it's americana or texas country music or whatever it's always it's it's always fun last year i went my my good friend uh a dear friend of mine, Bobby, and he's a drummer for making the motor cars. He, he got me in there last year and I watched it. it was, and it's fine. And it's like, it's, it's a part of our culture here in South Texas, Turkey Fest. People know about Turkey Fest. That's our thing. We are known for turkeys. Our high school mascot is a green turkey with human arms. <laughs> and I am not kidding. There's a rivaling, a rival town in North uh usa uh worthington minnesota or something like that and they claim to be the turkey capital of the world and they have a turkey named paycheck and then we claim to be the turkey capital of the world and our town mascot is a turkey named ruby begonia and twice a year they race whoever wins that race is the turkey they, they proclaim that town the hometown of the turkey is the turkey capital of the world uh yeah and it's going on way before my time and yeah you it's weird you hear people talk about our hometown festival that are like from like the 70s all the way into like the mid 80s but how the entire festival just used to be downtown where my business is the hardwood they, the whole entire downtown was just a festival and they had and, when they, and everybody misses it being down there and i can't believe they took it away from there i don't know way before my time so anyway so i go up to the park and I have a good time with my friends, seeing some old pals or whatever. I mean, all of my best friends are 
to I'm I'm in my mid thirties. All my best friends are still my best friends from kindergarten, and then I definitely made tons of fin- friends in between kindergarten to my mid thirties. But my 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 core five, especially, are known since kindergarten or even before in some some cases. So um, all hanging out, and I, and I remember walking home, and I saw some carnival workers, man, and uh, I. I can only imagine, uh, I mean, some of them, I remember referring to themselves as carnies. I don't know if that's an offensive term anymore or now, or if it is, I try, I'll try not to, I try not to use it. So I'm just going to refer to them as carnival workers. That's exactly what they are. But if they like, if they, if they go by carnies, I mean, more power to them. And if they don't, I won't use it. So anyways, that said, uh, I'm walking up and I see this guy and I start this conversation and it was pretty tense at first and i can't blame him especially with uh with my um presence i guess in my tone which you're all about to hear and i must admit i am actually kind of nervous to put this out there i'm kind of cringed already but i it's all in good intentions. It's not offensive. I'm just kind of out there and I want you guys to be a part of it. And that's why I'm doing all this for. So you're going to hear me refer to it as this is Doug blank with the aftermath again is no longer the aftermath. It is. I didn't see it, but I believe you. And this is on the negative episodes, but who knows? Maybe we'll tie the aftermath in every now and then, or if I, or if I do like an offsite, <laughs> interview i'll just refer to it as an aftermath interview so how about this well first this is this is uh the archives of the first well maybe not the first but one of the first i found of the aftermath episodes so without further ado i will be sorry let me turn off these messages uh sorry uh, without further ado, here is the first aftermath with Doug Blank. Oh, God. Yo, this is Doug Blank. This is the aftermath. What is your name? Rowdy. Rowdy? Rowdy Ryan. Nice to meet you. Okay. We'll find out. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. This is, this is nothing to be. I'm not, I'm not here to insult you by any means. I'm not, I'm here to, like, just understand this. Like what? What is your story? My story. Why am I out here on the road, yeah. nine months out of the year, hanging out with these fools? I enjoy meeting different people. Don't enjoy being in the same place all the time. Yeah. I enjoy the lifestyle, man. Yes, sir. As long as the people out here want to work and not just fucking party all the fucking time. Yes, sir. I'm not about all the party. I'm about making a living. Me and my old lady, my animals. I take care of my animals. Where the turtles go? The ice here. Got you. Is there a, what's the name of your, oh, that's a freaking iguana. That's a freaking iguana, yeah. That's beautiful. What's the name of the iguana? His name's Mac. He's six years old, four foot two. He's long, he's about half grown. Can I go? Go ahead. Right. I've had him since he was a, a little baby. Are they from? They, they're from here. In town. Are they from Quarrel? Yeah, he's working for me for the last four years. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so this is like a proper circuit. Yeah, yeah, we got a circuit we run. Are you, do you run the circuit? No, no, no. I just work the joints. Right on. Yeah. She works one of my. She works a joint that I have on. Yeah. 
I, I, my name's Douglas Blank, just so y'all know. I'm Douglas Blank. Now, Blank to us is a, a, a spot where we make no money. Yeah. So you might want to. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My last name is B-L-A-N-K. I'll show you my idea right now. And it's pronounced Blank. That's that's my last name. It just happens to be my last name. I, I was actually asking Rowdy if I could well, interview you him real quick. And it's from my podcast. It's, in, uh, it's called The Aftermath. I have a podcast <laughs> called Doug Blank with The Aftermath. That's what I'm doing right now. And, that's, and, and, and all The Aftermath is, it's about interesting lifestyles and about interesting people. And it's nothing to insult anybody. It's about, it's just about American lifestyle and just having a good time. And, like, and just doing the damn thing. I'm not here. I'm not here to... Step on anybody's toes, but I hope you're not here to judge. No, absolutely fucking not. I, I assure you, I'm not here to judge. I am here just to hear some stories hey, and just share them with the world and Don't just uh, and like just to as simple as that. May, may I have one of your cigarettes? Is there, <laughs> oh, uh, no big deal. I don't even smoke cigarettes. I just want to. I don't know. The one in your mouth. I gotta go. I got beer over here waiting on me. All right, Roddy. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, come see us when we're open, man. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And what's the name of the one again? Mac. 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 Just get the cage. I'm Douglas. I'm Lucy. Lucy, did you? Would you like to talk about your 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 life right now? Or walk that way? Yeah, absolutely. What's your name? Robert. Robert, I'm Douglas. Oh, My mother's name is Roberta, and and it's named after her 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 father name, Robert. That's not true. So it's a beautiful name. That's a lie. Also, by the way, I've been drinking, so <laughs> just just give me some. Just give me some. Another one. No sir, I don't. No sir, I don't. You don't so, need none anyway. got a very good interviewer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about to get it. I'm, I'm stumbling no. around. So, what do you, where, where, where are you guys coming from? Oh, my God. I come from Arkansas. Arkansas? I come from California. In California. That's actually yeah, that's quite... Oh. How long have <laughs> you guys been married? Three years. Three years. Three years. That's a quite that's a quite strong dynamic. What would actually bring you guys together? What brought the we love? We together a long time before we even got into this. Oh, goddamn. She got into it without me. I was doing it without her. I've been doing this I since 1984. Uh, Oh, nice. I worked a race car game. I wanted to on the microphone. Is, is it a... Terry going to the store? Probably. I need to go. What, what, so what's, what, like, what's the end, like, is there an end result for you guys, or is this just, like, living the life? Making it day to day. Making it day to day. Being able to take care of each other, yeah. our family. Power. Powerful. <laughs> a couple months off of each year. A couple months off of each year. Yeah. Man, then we see. go back and work, fixing things back up, getting ready for next year. Yeah. And then we're headed back out again. So, like, is this something, so is it, so I guess it, I guess the best thing I could ask, is this a passion-driven? Uh, it's more like a brought-in, raised-up thing. Something you're raised up in? Yeah. Are my, you? My granny and grandpa were carnies. Okay. My mom was part carny until she got sick and then she quit. Okay. So I've been in carny all my life. So, do you guys have any opportunity to use social media? And nah, no, it doesn't matter. I would imagine. I, yeah. I, I, I we don't really have time. I mean, yeah. the time we get set up and get to work, get get off, we can do good and watch a movie and go to bed. Yeah, you know that's it. Pretty much. What would you boil down to uh, actual 
happiness. Like, like, because you like the way you said that. Actually, to me, it seems like you like just know, and you know what. I guess you what mean. makes all of us carnies happy is making other kids happy. Yeah. You know, making sure our, our job gets done. Yeah. 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 So you like hard work. Yeah, we do hard work all day long. Yeah, absolutely. You do hard work. Uh, can I ask you something about uh, a myth? I guess it might be a myth about Suicide Thursdays. Is that real? Suicide Thursdays, never heard of it. So down here in Quero, like you're at Turkey Fest, y'all are here right now, and it's like, oh, if you come to the carnival on Thursdays, they don't tighten the bolts right, up tight is. enough. So it's the, um, no, that's the myth. Uh, that's a myth. It's a myth? We oh, sure. man, we, we have to get inspected by an inspector, a city inspector. Yeah. The police come out and inspect every ride, yeah, the fire department. And if they can't pass inspection, they close them down. No shit. They red we call it red tagged. Oh, goddamn. I wish I would. I, I got to be honest. I thought that. I, I was hoping that would be actually true. Yeah, why, why would that <laughs> I was a little boy. I mean, I'd come to a little boy as a little boy. Wouldn't nobody in their right mind want her to get a child? You know? No, of course not. But it's just the, the myth is so much fun. Gary's waiting on us, baby, to go to the store. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, right. well, I hey. gotta go to the store, brother. Right. Robert. There's a lady you can finish interview. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate hey, it. Welcome. I really do appreciate this. Thank you so you're much. Welcome, hey, what's the name of this what's the name of this project or the, the this this tour? Miriam's Miriam's, Miriam's Midway Shows. Mary Miriam's Midway Shows. Thank you so much, Andy. Should we all say on his name just one more time? My name is Robert. And Lucy. Thanks, guys. And I'm Doug Blank. This is the aftermath. Thank you. Thank you guys. I guess I kept on recording. I can't hear, man. Right? You are. Yeah. Bullshit. Hey, you yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that crack of the beer and the burp at the end is perfect. So, yeah, there. There, there it is. That first, uh, my first, one of my first attempts of doing podcasting right there. Um, it was on my older iPhone. So, uh, I don't know where these people are anymore, but I want to say thank you to Rowdy. And I would like to say thank you to Lucy and Robert for spending some time with me and telling me everything or give me a little bit more insight into the world, to the world of a carnival worker. And as Robert referred to himself as a carny. So, uh, I guess it's uh, a part of their culture to be just be carnies. So, which is cool. And I'm totally about it. And so there is something that, um, oh, and then of course the iguana Mac, how cool is that? Just a wild story. And just like, and there was a wild experience. It's all like kind of rushing back to me now. And no, my, my mother's name is Roberta. That is true. But she was my, she was not named after some weird, random father no my grandfather's name was neil and uh that's about it so i don't know why i said that i have a cousin named robert and my mom's name is roberta so maybe i don't know so uh, that so the, so with this kind of like um leads into and the reason i wanted to do this with a carney or a carnival worker it's because there is a tremendous amount of stigma as you can hear rowdy when that interview started there is so much stigma into being a carnival worker and it has to do with and he's and he even said i hope you're not here to judge and i wasn't there to judge and i and i got a really 
quick in decent conversation from these people. And the thing I remember of the most is that they were simply there to work and to make a living. And that's how they make their means. That's how they, that's how they make their living. And so, and, and it's the American version of a traveler, I would imagine, you know, like it in, in, in Europe, they're for like the 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 slander the slanderous term gypsy, which I know a lot of people in the area I grew up don't re- realize that can be slanderous, especially to the Romanian people. Uh, it is of the same cultures, and they don't they don't. And you hear Rowdy say he doesn't like sticking around; he keeps on moving. And in 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 traveling culture, typically it is they travel to the work. They they're they're nomadic for the sense of survival, and that is highly respectable and in a way being a carnival worker it is so pure american it's like i do what i want when i want to do it i work where i want when i want to work and uh, granted they are part of uh miriam's road productions i i cannot remember i apologize i will actually leave that in the uh descriptions this podcast uh but you know it's just there's just so much power to that in the sense of, of, of self, of self empowerment, self empowerment to that, you know, like it's like, I I'm working for myself. I'm working to survive. And you hear Lucy and Robert, they're married, they're in love. They are there for each other and they work. And I, and, and I kind of forgot that I asked some pretty, uh, pretty serious questions. Like what's the, like, uh, what's it about and what is the end game and where, where, and it's like just, just, and essentially all the answers were for survival. You know, uh, there's no retirement plans. There's no, there's no health. I, I didn't, I didn't ask about healthcare, but I don't imagine there's any healthcare. Uh, the iguana was gigantic, which I was appreciative to meeting the iguana uh, Mac. So yeah. And it's just crazy because every time you go to a carnival, you kind of just like, you don't pay attention to these persons that are working these booths and these rides. And you never realize that what it takes to make those things happen. You don't realize that. Yeah. These people to, to bring entertainment to your children or to your family once or twice a year, they're all over this nation. They are leaving. They are tearing they're, they're, those giant rides, the zipper, the gravitron, the freaking tidal wave, like the, the, the rattler, not the rattler. Uh, that's at, uh, that's at, uh, what's that place called? Astroworld. But, uh, you know, it's just like, uh, or the Texas cyclones at, uh, Astroworld, the rattlers at, uh, Fiesta, Texas. But, you know, these people build these and take them down every day, put them on the trucks and drive to the next destination. You know, they live out of trailers, you know, they, they, have a few beers in the night. And he's like, and you hear Rowdy, he says, not about partying, it's about working, it's about not wanting to be in the same place, not being stagnant, seeing the countryside. And what movie is that? Still Magnolia when she falls in love with the, when she tells that story about falling in love with the carnival worker or Carney, and he goes swimming and she sees him diving in, coming out, and he never comes back up. It's like, yeah, these people are, these are people. And you don't think about that. Not, and I, Forgive me if that sounds like a little crude, but what I mean, what I think, what I, well, I know what I'm trying to say is even when you're walking down the street and a, in a busy city and somebody's walking, well, now it's a little bit more noticeable because of our pandemic and you, you notice people now, like you're like, even like you're around a hundred, if you're around 50 people, you're like, are we keeping our distance? Or are they protesting? Or are they doing this? Or are they doing that? It's like, you know, it's like you are actually quite vigilant and, and, and 
and darted in and, and sights sights sighted on other people. But typically when you're walking down the street, you just pay no mind to anybody. You just keep on going. But and and then when you think about it, it's like when you, you that doesn't apply to major cities walking on the street, it applies to everywhere in life, you know, when you're just like walking through a carnival to go to watch your favorite band play on stage. So you just walk past like 15, 20 people that are making a livelihood and you just walked right past them and paid them no mind, which is nothing wrong with that either. But uh, there is so much charm in American carnivals. There is uh, so much tradition. There is a tremendous amount of uh, je ne sais quoi, you know, like you don't know what it is. There's just a lot like carnivals in America and the carnivals where I grew up is like you looked forward to them and you were so excited to win the prizes or try or try your best to play the games. And there's just something in the air, almost like this fun house, like a spooky fun house vibe going through the air and just fun how from from like a fun house all the way again to the gravitron that was my favorite jam people are spinning up and you're like flipping upside down and stuff but yeah and then again these people that are that are building these rides so you know you don't think twice about them um and that that should change man it's like these dudes these dudes and dudettes are are just grinding just like the rest of us they may not be a doc they're they're, they're not doctors they're not traveling doctors back in the old days but they are a part of proper american tradition like ca- carnival workers are probably the most Amer- one of the most american jobs out there like they're the, still there's the traveling show they're still traveling town to town to town to entertain you and your children the youth in the mess and all the masses that is something that is quite poetic and thought you know it's like i if i were to become a carnival worker it's like i'm doing this and this is like true americana and not only americana it goes all the way over to to your to, to western europe and stuff and even even to asia like traveling shows were absolutely a thing you know and um it's just really cool like i don't know like i, I was just thinking about pinocchio before i like watches like that traveling show pinocchio and the entertainment value and now it's just we have Netflix. We have, we have HBO Max now. We have Hulu. We have everything at our fingertips. YouTube. I watch hours of YouTube. You know, everything's at your disposal. Before we had all that, it was carnivals and circuses. You know, and it's all. I can't think of the last circus that came through. I guess circuses might as well just. Uh, I think they might be stationary now. I think they might just be in a major city like Las Vegas. But guess what's not stationary? carnivals so these people deserve mad respect these people deserve a pat on the back and be praised for being true american and true uh like an Amer- like american culture you know and like uh, american culture is not celebrated right now the way uh and the way it used to be and a lot of these reasons are very good reasons but i cannot st- I, I i i can't think of it any other way it's like true americana and that is something to have pride in and people like rowdy lucy and robert and mac the iguana i hope they hold their heads up high and i think the way i had their conversation that, that conversation they do so with that said i mean back into uh carney in 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 carnival worker i don't know what to say they refer to themselves as carnies um if you know how if that slanders or not please let me know i would love to know um yeah, I mean, I can tell you just by, but I was like, especially Rowdy. I mean, I'm going to be honest. 
he definitely likes to party. I can tell. And I totally appreciate it. I would I can't believe I asked him for a freaking cigarette. Oh my god. I don't even smoke. I quit smoking when I was like 21 or 22. And uh, I, I remember when I first moved back to Austin, I had a few cigarettes, but uh, I have a story. I'll tell you all some other time about cigarettes, but or I'll tell you now. Why not? So I used to do a lot of mushrooms, a lot of mushrooms. I started doing mushrooms when I was about 17 years old, and I did them like constantly almost every because where we grew up, there was a lot of mushrooms to the point where I would say it was a uh, epidemic and <laughs> epidemic or but um, and so we just did a bunch of mushrooms. And I won't speak for anybody else, but I did mushrooms and I enjoyed it. And it was something part of my youth and I don't look back on it. But if you're thinking about doing mushrooms, I don't recommend it until you're an adult and you know, whatever. So, but I remember I uh, was in, um, I was 20 years old and I was living in Cedar Park. I don't know why, but I was. I was working out of Round Rock and then I just never forget I was. I took a bunch of mushrooms at eight o'clock in the morning and I never experienced a bad trip until this time. And it was so bad that essentially I just remember being in the parking lot and the parking lot never ended, it turned to like a desert, uh, concrete desert. And I couldn't make it to the dumpster through the trash away. And there's these kids riding their bikes around me. And I remember going in, I was trying to play, um, uh, Majora's mask maybe on, um, GameCube. And I remember it was there a port on GameCube, but anyways, and I just remember, um, sitting there and my just tripping balls and not in the best of ways and i remember i was like i remember hearing a rumor if you drink milk it will calm it down i drank milk and then i puked and then i look at the clock it's 10 a.m it's like oh god and then i try to just go to sleep i remember i closed my eyes and then um my 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 head turned into a uh tree or a plant and kept on growing my body started disintegrating but the tree was made out of cybernetic parts so i was more it was really bizarre it, it was bad it was real bad matter of fact i had to work that night at a macaroni grill at 6 p.m i made it to work and it was i was i was terrified and I had tears welling in my eyes and like you and, and it's funny because you always hear like you know grown-ups always hear kids like oh yeah i did shrooms once and the grown-ups always like uh yeah whatever kid what do you know <laughs> one day <laughs> like which i used to get i mean i get that but at the same time now i get kids and they're like i had a bad trip i'm like you probably did so i remember being like i was like sitting outside and my best friend patty who got me the job at macaroni grill and uh, i had my head in my hands and she walked up she goes what is wrong i'm like i did i made a huge mistake i did i did a bunch of mushrooms this morning and patty's like oh no doug i'm like yeah and it won't stop i'm like i'm still I'm, it's, it wouldn't stop and i was just like crying and i was at work and i had to like She's like, you need to pull together. You're at work. So I go and I never forget this is one guy. I don't remember his name or anything. He just walked up. Macaroni Grill is kind of a trip. And he just looked, he had all these light bulbs, exposed light bulbs that are low lit all over the place. He just walked up, walked up by me. And it was just me and Patty. Patty's the only person who knew that I took those shrooms. And he's like, man, this place would be pretty trippy if you're on shrooms. And I'm like, what? And just like, I had to just go. I'm like, I got to go home. And Patty's just looking at that guy. He's like, did you overhear us talking? And he's like, no. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I darted out early that night and I went home. I went into a depression, a serious depression for like two years. So I just never forget, I was like, I would smoke a cigarette. I was smoking a lot of cigarettes at the time. 
I, I just smoked. I started smoking when I was like 14. And so this is when I'm 20. So I smoked for like six years, I guess. I did. And I was smoking like nonstop. I was smoking uh, marble lights. Or I don't know what they're called now. And then like uh, I was smoking and I smoked parliaments as well. And then I was smoking those. And I, I never forget, like I would take the first drag off the cigarette. And that first drag would be so... Uh, it, that depression would just sink in so deep and I just from a drag of a cigarette and I'm like oh my god like what is going on and then I'll take another drag and it just all wash away then I get to smoke a whole pack but once I stopped or fell asleep and started over the next day or the nicotine got out of my body I guess that first drag the very first drag of that cigarette was deep-seated depression and to the point where I was finally and Joel talks about this I'm just like I remember I left the pack of smokes on the room that I was in. My one of my good friends took over the room. I got to go home, and I moved back to Quero. And I saw Joel, and I was like trying to smoke cigarettes with them. And I'm like, dude, I can't smoke anymore. And I just crumbled the pack of cigarettes. I never get Joel's just like, what the fuck, dude? And I'm like, dude, I can't smoke anymore. He's like, I could have smoked those. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I just, I just don't want to do it anymore. And I just quit smoking. And uh, years later, I was at band practice with. Uh, Nick, who was the second drummer of Big Spirits, and he's like, uh, my band Big Spirits, and he's just like, I was telling that story, and he's like, uh, well, that's weird because I just read an article about how using psilocybin, the active drug in um, the active drug in mushrooms, they're using that chemical to in studies for helping people quit smoking. It's like, what? Yeah, so that's pretty wild. So, I mean, I don't want to want, I'm not doing this episode to let it ramble on too long. So, I got two stories for the price of one. So, um, yeah, so again, keep in mind next time you go to your carnival, make sure that you're uh, showing some love to the, um, to the workers. Uh, give them, you know, keep in, keep, just give them like a thumbs up. Yeah, like, hey, dude, thanks for your hard work. Thanks for coming by once or twice a year and giving us some entertainment. It's really awesome. Safe travels. We hope you, we wish you the best. Maybe get them a six pack of beer. Maybe just throw them a few bucks. Like, yo, dude, get yourself some beer or whatever. Like, that's, you know, that's like, they're travelers, man. They just want to have a good time or they want to work hard and have same and have a good time. You can't, you can't, you can't knock that. I don't, I don't think so. So raise your drinks up to the Carnival Workers of America. Cheers to them and cheers to you. All right, guys. So uh, I'm not going to let this episode run on too much longer. So again, you heard the uh, opening intro. So check out my new podcast, The Spirits Guy with Doug Blank. Go uh, my booze review and more. And then please go to my YouTube channel and just search Doug Blank on YouTube. Like, subscribe, and see everything I got going on over there. Uh, a bunch of uh, drink tutorials. My virtual happy hours always uploaded there. It's every Friday on my Facebook Live. Um, and then just everything in between and of course tune in with us here at i didn't see it but i believe you whenever you can catch up on my me and joel and all of our thoughts from the funniest to the to the not funniest and help us keep this thing rolling hard i don't know so all right guys short episode thanks a lot i didn't see it but i believe you with your boy doug Yeah, that's a good one. I don't see why not. All right, bye, y'all.